Hello, welcome to another awesome time in the presence of Jesus. And today we will be continuing on our topic from last week, which is titled Grace. And um, last week we looked at, uh, we just did a, a little introduction um, explaining some terminologies um, that we will encounter while explaining grace. And um, we talked about atonement, we talked about mercy, we talked about substitution, justification, righteousness, you know, and we defined, you know, what these things are. And so this week we'll be looking at what is grace itself, you know, you know, what is this thing called grace that, you know, we enjoy today. I mean, if you're enjoying something, you ought to understand what it is that you're enjoying. I mean, just in case. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so uh, we want to understand what it is that Jesus has done, what it is that God has done, you know, for us. What is this thing that you're enjoying so much that it doesn't matter whether you are a believer, unbeliever, whether you are a traditionalist, whether you're a Christian, you are a Muslim, whether whatever religion it is that you practice, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you're a murderer. It doesn't matter whether you're a kidnapper. It doesn't matter whether you're, you know, a well-groomed child, you know, or, or a, a, you know, a good man, you know, uh, uh, a fine Christian. It doesn't matter, you know. What is this thing that is generalized, you know, onto mankind? Mankind, male, female, mankind, the species you know humans what is this thing that cuts across everyone hallelujah and it's available day by day till jesus comes hallelujah now so we're defining grace you know um as that benevolent act of god shown towards mankind irrespective of his status or actions as an expression of god's mercy grace is the ben it's a it's a nature of god it's a character of god it's it's part of god is who god is hallelujah you cannot separate it from god you know and it's it, it's that nature of his that shows uh, uh uh that is shown towards mankind that you know the that shows the the, the benevolent act of God towards mankind, irrespective of who he is, irrespective, I've mentioned here, it doesn't matter whether he's a Muslim, it doesn't matter whether he's a Christian, it doesn't matter whether he practices African religion, you know, it doesn't matter whether he's a sorcerer, it, it doesn't matter, hallelujah, as long as it's a human being, hallelujah. And it doesn't matter his status or his actions, it doesn't matter whether you're wealthy, whether you're, you're poor, it doesn't matter whether you've killed before or you're still killing, you know. It's that benevolent act of God that is shown towards mankind, is poured out towards mankind, over mankind. Hallelujah. As an expression of God's mercy. Praise God. God's mercy is what has produced the grace that we're enjoying today. The fact that you and I, um, after Adam sinned, that sinful nature caused sin to be imputed upon us because it wasn't you and I that committed that sin against God, that treason against God. It wasn't you and I, it was Adam. But however, we're products of Adam, we're seeds of Adam, hallelujah. And so sin was imputed unto us by virtue of what Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden. And so God's mercy in this generation, in this dispensation, 
he has chosen, hallelujah, to let his mercy prevail through grace. Because in the Old Testament, what people did, the, what he did was to introduce the law and then tell them what to do that can make atonement for their sins, hallelujah, on a regular basis. It was just a temporary solution. You might need to listen to uh, a previous message titled The Law. Hallelujah. So God's mercy is what has produced grace. The fact that you do not deserve it, but however God has chosen to give it to you, irrespective of what you have done. I don't know any human being, hallelujah, it will be extremely difficult. It will take grace for any human being to look at a kidnapper, look at someone who has wiped out your entire family, someone who has taking your children from you, someone who has taken your property, someone who has stripped you of all that you have, and yet you show him love. And you say, you know what? I give you the best of whatever it is I have. It's hard. I, I've not seen someone who would say, look, this man raped me, destroyed my womb, caused me pain. I cannot get married because I'm even afraid hallelujah, to, to, to stand beside a man. You know, they scare me. I, even if I get married, I cannot have children. You know, I'm still, I'm still suffering from the pain of what it is I have gone through because doctors are trying to see how they can salvage what it is that this destruction has cost me. And yet I have to look at that man and say, I forgive you. And I will give you the best. I will relate with you like you never did anything to me. Now, that's God. That's the nature of God. For man, it is hard. Hallelujah. So mercy, grace is coming from that place. The Bible says that God's throne is established on what? On justice and righteousness. Hallelujah. He's a just God. He's a righteous God. So in order for us to enjoy grace, God had to make sure that we were cleansed. And that's what the Old Testament was trying to achieve. Hallelujah you know, in the, in the, to that chosen generation. Hallelujah. Amen. So God had to make sure that for us to enjoy this grace, there had to be, um, enjoy the blessings that he's given to us. There has to be something, you know, there has to be blood that will be shed once and for all for you and I to cleanse us of all unrighteousness and then impute righteousness unto us. Hallelujah. Thereby making us justified. So Jesus became the lamb that was atoned, used for the atonement of our sins. Hallelujah. So that uh, we, we may be acquitted of all our offenses, past, present, and future. I hope you know that Jesus paid for all of that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, um, Jesus was simply an expression of the grace of God. You know, we didn't deserve Jesus coming. Amen. But God had to let Jesus come so you and I can enjoy fellowshipping with him. Now let's look at this text so we can tell the story, you know, from the beginning. Ephesians 2:49 says, "But God, being so rich in mercy because of his great and wonderful love which he loved us." Hallelujah. So grace is not just coming from a place of mercy, it's also coming from a place of love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. So grace is didn't just fly out from the sky no there's a place there's a, a place of there's a deep root where it is coming from it's a it, it's it's from the love of God the fact that he loves us and would not let us go irrespective of what it is that we have that's why I'm trying to pass across today I don't care who you are I don't care what it is that you have done the love of God is too great to allow you go to hell 
The only reason why you will go to hell is because you have chosen to constantly reject that love because grace comes from a place of mercy and love. So every single day you reject Jesus Christ, reject the love of God, reject the mercy of God, you're telling him to his face, hallelujah, that you do not want it and you would rather go to hell. The Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of God. It means your sin is not even enough to separate you from the love of God if you do not permit it. Hallelujah. God's arms are open wide, day and night. Why? Because he's a benevolent God. He's a merciful father. He's one that loves you. Even before you knew what love was, he loved you. Hallelujah. And so he has shown us an expression of his love. God is a, he's a God of actions. He's not just a God of, uh, uh, he's, 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 he's Jehovah talk and do. Hallelujah. We call him Ikweme. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. He says things and when he says them, he's already done them. Hallelujah. Before coming to tell you, praise God. So God in doing that brought Jesus Christ. Amen. To show you that the extent of his love for you. Amen. That once you believe in this Jesus Christ, accept him by faith, then you're cleansed of all your unrighteousness and then you can come to his throne of grace at whatever time that you need. Amen to Jesus. And so the, we continue from where we stop. It says, even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of our sins, he made us spiritually alive together with Christ. For by his grace, his undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved from God's judgment. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus brought for us. You will not face that internal judgment. Hallelujah. That drives you to the lake of fire. The moment you receive Jesus, you become righteous. You're cleansed. A new creature in Christ Jesus. <laughs> you become the eyes of Jesus. You become, you become, you become, you, 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 you become a product of his love. A product of his mercy. One that he looks at every single day and says, oh, this this, this is this is our epitome of my mercy. This is this is what describes me as a great God. Hallelujah. That is you and I. The ones who have chosen to accept Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says, and he raised us up together with him, with Jesus Christ, when we believed. For when you believe in Jesus Christ, you'll be raised up with him. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, and he seated with him in the heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. And he did this so that the ages to come, he might clearly show them immeasurable and unsurpassed riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Jesus Christ by providing our redemption. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the Lord. And he says, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved, actually delivered from the judgment and given eternal life through faith. Hallelujah. And this salvation is not of yourself, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved gracious gift of God, not as a result of your works or your attempts to keep the law, so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. Praise God. You cannot boast in it. You cannot say you became righteous by your own acts. For by the arm of flesh, no man shall prevail. Hallelujah. By the arm of the law, you can never prevail. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. But by grace, we do prevail. But we've been destined to reign in this life. Hallelujah. By grace. Hallelujah. And by the righteousness of God. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus I like to read another scripture here, hallelujah, just to buttress, you know, one or two points. Romans 5, 20 to 21, he says, But the law came to increase and expand the awareness, hallelujah, of the trespass 
uh, uh, by defining an unmasking sin. That's what the Lord came. He came to unmask sin. The, the Lord came to um, reveal, you know, our sinful nature and then point us towards Jesus Christ. It says, but where sin increased, because when the Lord came, then I became aware of sin. And then you will find out that you began to sin more because now it, 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 it just has this pull. <laughs> Hallelujah. You began to sin more. And then the Bible is saying that, uh, but where sin increased, God's unremarkable God's remarkable, gracious gift of grace, his unmerited favor has surpassed it and increased all the more so that as sin reigned in death, so also grace would reign through righteousness, which brings eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. I'm hoping that you really caught that. So the more sin increased, which is why I'm telling you today that if you are living in sin, get out of it. There's a way out. You don't have to die there. Because sin will rob you of a lot of things and then cause you to go to hell. You don't need to suffer here, suffer over there. Or you think you're, you're enjoying here. No, you're not enjoying it. You're in serious bondage, but you just don't know. And you will pay for it all. The Bible lets us know that the wages of sin is what? Is death. But that of, etern- or that of, uh, of righteousness is eternal life. So if you keep living in sin... What is waiting for you is even greater than the enjoyment you think you're having here, which of which you are really not enjoying. You're actually in bondage. So the Bible here is saying that as sin increases, the more you sin, the greater the grace is. Jesus paid for everything and overpaid just in case. Hallelujah. So you say, I've committed robbery, I've killed people, I'm one of the Boko Haram people, I've done this, I've done that, you have no idea. If I tell you all the things I've ever done, you will never forgive me. I'm still telling you today that Jesus has forgiven you. He's not going to forgive you. He's not planning to forgive you. He has already forgiven you. Why? Because he has paid for those sins. He knew you before you were born. He knew you were going to commit those acts before you got there. That's the beauty of grace. See, if grace doesn't begin to sound foolish, then you are not there. It's not grace. Any preaching where you hear grace and it sounds very mild. No, you are. it's not there yet. They have not told you the truth. Grace sounds so ridiculous. It's unbelievable for you to... How can you tell me I've sinned? I have broken marriages. I have killed people. In fact, I'm probably that witch in the village who, you know, just enjoys killing people. Younger, it doesn't matter what it is they do to me. I just enjoy, you know, causing, inflicting pain on people. And yet you look at me and say, don't worry about it. Come to Jesus Christ and it's all gone. Hallelujah. Does this sound fair? It says, come now, you're not only coming to Jesus Christ for you to be forgiven, but you're coming to Jesus Christ to reign. So you sit with Jesus Christ right where he's seated because the Bible says we're now seated in the heavenly places with him. Now you sit there and then you begin to reign as his children on this earth. So those spiritual blessings that have been released now become yours. And then you begin to reign as a child of the living God. How is that possible? How is it that I moved from here to there in a split second? That's the mercy of God expressed through his grace. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Oh, we will continue next week when, you know, we will go into other things. Hallelujah. I'm just hoping that this reached somebody. Hallelujah today. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, the Bible says there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Forget what you have done. Just come to Jesus. You see, if you do not forget what you have done and you you wallow in it, you will be doing yourself a, a, a huge disfavor because you will wallow in it. 
It will rip, it would, it will rob you of your joy, your happiness, your blessings, and then you will still go to hellfire. I say those who are, are fools are those whom the devil has used as a tool because the devil really doesn't have power. The power he has is what you have given to him. And so you whom God has, has destined to reign here, but because you do not know the truth, you allow someone who is beneath you, use you, which is the devil, use you to do his works here and then let you go to hell. I think for anyone who allows that, I think that is the biggest fool ever. Meanwhile, grace is just at the door every single day. The Bible says the mercies of God are new every morning. So today, there's fresh grace. Hallelujah. Tomorrow, there's fresh grace. Amen. It's there continually. Praise God. It is there continually for you. Today, it knocks on the door. Maybe you're watching TV and then something comes up. Hallelujah. You hear the gospel. Amen. Or you get to the office and a colleague is talking to you. That's grace extended to you. You open the newspaper and there's an advert that that's grace extended to you. You open your phone and there's something popping up. That's grace. Every single day it comes to you. It knocks at your door every single day. All you need to do is just accept. Hallelujah. And live this life of glory. Live this life of beauty. Live this life of joy, of peace. Hallelujah. The Bible says that God will keep in perfect peace him whose heart is stayed on him, oh God. Hallelujah. If your heart is stayed on God, God will give you peace. I'm not talking about peace in heaven. I'm talking about here. Praise God. You don't need to suffer what you're suffering. You don't need to go through it. People, people die. They die like chickens because they do not know the truth. You don't need to go through that. Hallelujah to Jesus. I'm telling you, come to Jesus Christ today. If you have heard the sermon, I'm asking that you just come. All you need to do is just confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. As you have confessed your sins, tell him to forgive you and then just come forward. Hallelujah. And that's all it takes. It's that simple. Praise God. For God has chosen the, the, the simple things of of this life to confound hallelujah the, the, the wise the foolish things of this world to confound the wise it's not by how many uh, uh, uh you know doctorate degrees you have it's not by that it's not by words of it it's not by but it's not by eloquence it's not by by the wisdom of this world no it's by grace jesus christ loves you and i would like to invite you into that kingdom today praise god my sisters and brothers already in the kingdom amen this is just to reiterate what it is that you have heard before and i'm telling you that grace does speaks and it is speaking for you as long as the blood of jesus is alive on that heavenly altar amen there's nothing you cannot do ride on grace enjoy grace it is your privilege as a child of the living god praise god i'll see you next week when we will take another uh, uh dimension of this topic on grace in jesus name remain blessed mm -hmm.